Well, a very pleasant good morning. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson talking today about temptations that can come your way and mine too and how Jesus handled temptations for 40 days in the wilderness. The program underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters and Tours. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. Well, you know what? According to the Greek myth, Achilles, the great hero of the Trojan War, was dipped as a child in the waters of the river Styx by his mother, Thetis, to make him invulnerable. Well, the result of that plunge was that every single spot on Achilles' body was protected against wounds, except for the heel by which his mother had held him up. Well, for many years, Achilles escaped unhurt. But at last, the poisoned arrow of the Trojan Paris discovered the weak spot and inflicted the death wound there. Even so, the devil tempts Christian people where they are the weakest Having found their pet inclinations and passions and desires, he attacks them at their weak spot and is unusually successful. Therefore, to resist his efforts through the power of God, Christians not only strive to be sober and vigilant, but they, above all, guard the weak spots of their nature. I have weak spots. You do as well. So how do you go about resisting the temptations that approach you? Well, you might be tempted to cheat on your income tax or even to cheat on your spouse or perhaps to lie regarding a job resume or when selling a used car not to tell the buyer about a bad accident that it happened to be involved in. So there are all kinds of temptations a person can face from day to day, but you can stave them all off. The Bible says, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. When Jesus was tempted for 40 days, this is what happened, as recorded in Matthew chapter 4. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Ah, think how tempting that was for Jesus. He very easily could have made those stones into loaves. One commentator has said, Here, Jesus quoted Moses' explanation to Israel of why God had let them hunger in the wilderness. Life does not depend on food alone, but on every word of the Scriptures. Indeed, that's what your life and mine depend upon today, the very words of Jesus Christ. When he said after his resurrection, He who believes in me will live even though he dies. Wow, those words are spirit and life. They are no stones at all. Stones are dead. God's word is alive. In John 6, 68, this was at a time when many of Jesus' followers turned back and no longer followed him. So Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to go away? 
And Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Yes, Jesus has the words that give eternal life. The devil cannot stand that and will do anything and everything possible to keep you from God's word and from the blessed sacraments. Well, the story is told about a mother who, on leaving home to uh, go downtown, told her little son, look, Johnny, while I'm gone, don't get into the jam. (laughs) No, mother, I won't, he promised. Well, when she returned, the mother happened to notice jam between Johnny's fingers and the corners of his mouth. Didn't I tell you not to get into the jam, Johnny? Well, yes, mother, you did. Johnny, didn't I tell you that when Satan tempts you, you should tell him to get behind you? Yes, but when he got there, he... Push me right on in. (laughs) And so it is with many a child of God who casts side, glances at and in the heart, ponders, thinks about temptations to partake of the allurements of this world. Oscar Wilde once wrote, When fleeing temptation, always be sure that you leave a forwarding address. For the only real way to get rid of a temptation is to yield to it. Well, despite the humor of that statement, you and I can recognize that temptation will never, ever leave altogether. It is a sinful world. You and I are subject to a variety of tempting situations and circumstances, and they will keep coming. And that's why it's essential that you keep going, that you keep close to Jesus, that you keep close to his word, getting back to the temptations of Jesus now. The Bible says, Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hand they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. I have comments about that temptation of Jesus and how he was tempted there and how he's was able to stave it off, and that'll be coming up next here on Moments of Assurance Weekend right here on the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege. 636-432-7860. Well, a very pleasant uh, welcome back, uh, part two of... Moments of Assurance Weekend, talking about temptations, how to stave them off, and what Jesus did. After all, Jesus was 100% man, although he didn't sin, but 100% man, but he could still be tempted, and he was. And the scripture talks about how the devil took him to the pinnacle of the temple and uh, said, if you're the son of God, throw yourself down. That would be real tempting for Jesus to do, you would have to admit. But Jesus quoted scripture. That's the answer. Quote scripture. 
He said, For it is written, He will command His angels concerning you, and on their hand they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Well, according to sources, the pinnacle of the temple probably refers to the center of the temple colonnade overlooking the Kidron Valley. And if so, there is a drop of approximately 100 feet. Wow, what a temptation. If you're the Son of God, come on, how could he possibly tolerate that statement since he indeed really is the Son of God and could call to his service literally legions of angels? Notice again how Jesus responds. He said, again, it is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Jesus quoted scripture. That's what it took. No success for the evil one so far. So again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the whole world and their glory. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. And then Jesus said to him, be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Jesus once again refers to Scripture and wins. Matthew writes, Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came. Ah, now, oh yes, now come the angels. The word angel comes from the Greek word angelos, which means messenger. So now that Jesus has successfully withstood the tempting situations using Scripture, the devil leaves, proving the verse which states, Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. If you don't, worst case scenario, he could do you in. Well, during the Middle Ages, when an apostate church was persecuting the people of God, the Spanish inquisitors used an instrument of torture called the Virgin. It had the beautiful form of a woman, dressed in gorgeous robes with an inviting smile on her face and arms outstretched. Into those arms, the poor victim was pushed in order to kiss the virgin. Well, by means of a secret mechanism, her arms enclosed him in a deadly embrace, and he was pierced through with 100 hidden knives. Wow, certainly sin is a lot like that virgin. It puts on a beautiful exterior and smilingly invites you to take its arm and walk along the paths of worldly delight. If you were to go that route, you could fall off the precipice of God into eternal oblivion and eternal death. Serious stuff, you got to admit. So resist. Resist the evil one. Indeed, he will always run from the Son, the S-O-N, the Son of God, that is. So here's the amazing deal. Jesus, the Son of God, and God himself fought off the devil and never even used his divine power as God to do so. He merely quoted Holy Scripture, which is all you need do as well. St. Paul wrote to the Romans, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The Greek word for power is similar to dynamite. So the good news of Jesus is the dynamite for your soul. It explodes away everything in your life that stands in the way of your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So here's the point. If there is anything in your life right now that stands in the way between you and your heavenly Father, get rid of it. If, for instance, you discover that your business is keeping you away from God, get out of that business. Do something else. St. Paul has written, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, 
Do it all to the glory of God. If there is anything at all in your life, morally, keeping you from doing that, that thing, whatever it is, must go. It must go. In the book of Hebrews, it says, therefore, we must pay closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. So the argument here is from the less to the greater. If Christians listen to the word that is delivered by angels, then God's people are bound to give their whole attention to the word delivered by Jesus Christ. Are you paying attention to the word of God being delivered to you through the scriptures by Jesus Christ himself? You can thumb your nose at the devil, you know, and you can say, this is not your place. My heart is not your place. You know where you live. I'm not going to let you in because Jesus Christ is already in residence. Wow, won't you celebrate that in residence position of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, today? You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend. Appreciate you tuning in to the broadcast. This blessed Labor Day weekend. I hope it's a great one of fellowship and friendship and worship. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. The Lord be with you. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.